0: wonderful to be here with you tonight. I just want to start off by asking you a question. Are you at peace this Christmas? Is it well with your soul? I've got a picture that hangs up in my house with the words from this famous hymn which says, it is well with my soul. I brought this picture at a time in my life that I found particularly disappointing and sad, a time when I felt um, in a turmoil, and I guess uh, I was feeling a bit disappointed about how things were rolling in my life. But despite my circumstances, despite my feelings, the words of this hymn spoke peacefully to me, comforting me in that deepest part of who I am. Before I could even articulate what those words meant. Despite what was going on around me and in me, I had this great sense of peace because I knew it was well with my soul. And unpacking what these words really mean, at the center of it was that I knew that between God and I, there was peace. There was peace and life and friendship between the God of the universe and I. And so nothing else could get in the way or unsettle that stability that I had with God. And there have been many more times when I've been able to look up at that picture in my house, and no matter what kind of day I'm having, I'm reminded of that same fact, that despite the chaos and the stress and the unrest, those things are put into perspective against this earth-shattering thing, the peace of God. And nothing else matters. And no matter what else is going on, it is well with my soul. I'm at peace. So this, this kind of peace, this isn't just a fickle kind of um, idea of what peace might be but it's a tangible, deep-set state of being. And it's a piece that can be traced back to a night in Bethlehem, in Israel, during the time of the reign of Caesar Augustus. There was a baby born in an animal stable. And apart from the location, it seemed like a pretty regular birth of a pretty regular kind of baby. But spoiler alert, There was something exceptional about this baby, so much so that we continue to celebrate his birth now. But it was prophesied hundreds of years before the birth of this child about who this child would be. A prophet said this, Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And on this night, when the, angel, when the baby was born, there were shepherds in a nearby field. And an angel suddenly appeared to them. And the glory of God shone around them. And this angel had a message from God to the shepherds. And the angel started off by saying, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. I've got news to share. This thing has happened. Here it is. Tonight, on this day in the city of David, a saviour is born, who is Christ the Lord. And this is how you shall find him. He's wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. What I really like is that it took one angel to announce this message to these shepherds. But at this announcement... It was like the news was too great, and an army of angels, hundreds and thousands of angels joined this one angel in response to the news that was just shared, and they sung, glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth to those on whom his favour rests. It's a picture that's hard to imagine, a scene that you just can't comprehend. Glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth to those on whom his favor rests. This was the response of the angels to the news of this child's birth. Glory to God, peace to us. But what were the angels talking about? Last time I checked, peace does not reign on this earth. Last time I checked, there's, there's problems within families where peace does not reign, and I don't even need to st- start talking about wars happening in the Middle East. Peace reigneth not. Not yet, anyway. But have you ever longed for that inner kind of peace? And I'm not just talking about the would you just give me some peace and quiet kind of peace, although that is something that some of us long for. But this kind of peace is the peace that the angels were declaring. Um, It's a word in Hebrew called shalom. And shalom means to be holy or fully united with God and with others. To be fully at peace with God and with others. That is what the word shalom means. And so when these angels sung, they sung glory to God in the highest and shalom on earth to his people. Peace. So let's just briefly unpack those two parts. Peace with God. Why was peace the used at the birth? Why was peace the word used at the birth of Jesus? The first and I think main point is that Jesus made a way for us to have peace with God. I like this quote by John Piper. He said this, The most basic need we have is peace with God. This is foundational to all our pursuits of peace. If we don't go here first, all other experiences of peace will be superficial and temporary. The most most basic need we have as humans is peace with God. And this is something that only Jesus could do. This is only something that Jesus could bring between us and God. His completion of his work came about 33 years after his birth. Some of us know this story well, where Jesus died on a cross for us and he rose from the dead. And by doing so, he paid for our debt and he brought us this chance to have peace with God if we choose to accept that gift. It is this unity with God, this shalom with God, that is the cry of our hearts. The last part of that angel song is is peace on earth to those on whom his favour rests. On whom does God's favour rest? Who is good enough for God's favour? I think it's a bit flipped the other way. You have favour with God when you accept this peace. And it's my belief that you can't have peace in your heart without having peace with God. And so, if this is something you're longing for, if this is the kind of soul-satisfying peace you're after, and God's ready and He's longing for you to come to Him, and you can simply talk to Him or find someone who knows um, how to how to bring you to that place, shalom, wholly united with God, peace with God. So, peace comes from a wholeness of relationship between you and God, and then you remember the second part of shalom. Whole peace with God and others. And this one's a little bit uh, of a dig. But is there someone in your life that you need to offer peace to? Someone in your life with whom you need to make peace? Yep, I said it. Someone maybe you've been holding a grudge against for a long time. Holding a grudge against someone is something that feels good in the moment. You feel justified. You feel like better than them or something. But what a relief to instead have peace. Paul's instruction in in Romans 12 is that if possible, as far as it depends on you, be at peace with everyone. Doesn't that make your gut gurgle? Before I knew I was going to be talking about this tonight, um, I felt the nudge to do this last week, to begin my attempt at making peace with someone that I was putting off for a long time. And I want to tell you, it felt uncomfortable and extremely vulnerable but I knew I just had to bite the bullet and go for it. Because I remember listening to this sermon series by Andy Stanley earlier in the year, and he talks about this. When you're trying to make peace with someone, the goal is not reconciliation. The goal is not to be friends with that person again. And that got me thinking, what? But he was just saying that because we can't control the response of the other person. And so he said, your goal in trying to make peace with someone should just be... No regrets. No regrets. Yeah, but you don't understand. I'm waiting for them to come to me. They're in the wrong. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) Remember Paul's words. If possible, as far as it depends on you, be at peace with everyone. So some of us this Christmas need to make a phone call or send a text message or send a card to someone. And honestly, Christmas is a great reason to do it. If you need to, blame Christmas. Say, oh, it's Christmas, so I thought I'd reach out, see how you're going. Or or blame the fact that you turned up tonight. Oh, I was at this thing, and they told me I had to make peace with someone. Or if all else fails, just blame Ross. (laughs) Thanks, Ross. He's the scapegoat in a lot of my things in my life. But this Christmas, don't miss the chance to, to make peace with that that person that's on your heart right now. So are you at peace this Christmas? Is it well with your soul? I know from my own experience that life is so much better when I know that shalom, that peace with God and peace with others. Even the play school legend, Colin Buchanan, he knew what he was talking about in his song where he says, the greatest treasure in the whole wide world is peace with God. And so tonight I want to recommend this God to you, this Jesus whose birth we celebrate tonight, whose birth, death and resurrection brought the opportunity for us to be at peace with God and peace with others. Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to you on whom God's favour rests.